Powerpuff Girls. week's episode of cartoon combat the show where we watch old cartoons from our childhoods and reminisce and pit them against each other in a way that we did on the uh recess you know like we're talking about our favorite cartoons except we're a little bit more refined a little bit more clean uh we've got structure you know it still remains a vicious blood sport though yeah yeah pretty typical pretty typical this week we watched the first episode of every season of Codename Kids Next Door and Powerpuff Girls. Two Cartoon Network shows, which was uh, a fun little matchup. And uh, we've got a couple of judging criteria that we're going through. Those three criteria this week are who would win in a literal fight between the heroes and why. Arch Nemesis, who has the most brooding slash intimidating villain. and which is more accessible to modern kids. And you know, no one is a better judge of that than three early 30s, late 20s white dudes. So, he's got a I mean, point. I'm pretty sure as, as a white male age 18 to 49, I'm an expert on everything, so. The finger on the pulse of, yeah. the, uh, of the cultural zeitgeist. Exactly. I still got, I got kids coming up to me every day and just saying like we respect your opinion more than everything else. Um, and then they said, I, uh, yeah, David, I checked out your TikToks last <laughs> night and they were banging. <laughs> Yo, pops, you be the swingingest. Um, that's what kids say nowadays, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, swing, swing is back, swinging is swings back. They refer to each other as pops and. Like, mm-hmm. homie, daddy o, daddy o, daddy o. I do know that um, for a brief moment, sea shanties were were in, uh, which I was, yeah, yeah I uh. was, I was really jazzed about that. Remember when I bought us all sea shanty books, David? And I was like, yeah. we're all gonna learn sea shanties and we're all gonna sing them together and it's gonna be great. And you and Jason could not have been more hesitant about that plan. <laughs> Well, because, Peter, here's the thing. You were just, like, eight years ahead of your time. I was you eight know? years ahead of my time. You, 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 shot your, you shot your shot too early. Uh, you tried to make she shanties happen. Quite frankly, America wasn't ready. America wasn't ready. Let's see if America is ready for cartoon combat. Woo! Let's go ahead and get this show rolling. As we said, we watched the first episode of every season. Um, that's on top of the episodes that we watched for last round. There's about, there was, uh, six seasons in each of these shows, and we're just gonna go ahead and start with who would win in a literal fight between these heroes. And why. Yeah, this is gonna say, the why is gonna stump me a little bit, um, because naturally I'm just like, fuck a Powerpuff Girls, man. Language done. 
<laughs> oh, sorry. Just bleep it out. Um, Don, can you bleep that out? <laughs> but uh, Powerpuff <laughs> Girls are superheroes, and the kids are just uh, little teenagers kids with next their door. toys. Or they're not even teenagers. They're just little kids with their toys. You know, kids they, next door. They are demonstratively not teenagers. Yeah, they are mm-hmm. not. They actually hate it. Yeah, they hate those teenagers. That's a huge plot of the show is that they are not teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you watch this show? Um, they made it a point to reiterate that in probably every episode that we had to watch. So notice this said had to watch. But here's the thing that was is interesting to me in this matchup is both of these squads. Uh, I think we have to teach it, uh, treat them as, you know, units, right? The Powerpuff Girls yeah. versus the Kids Next Score. Okay, I'm glad we're on the same page about that. So, they both frequently don't really win the encounter by themselves. There's very frequently some type of ex machina that, like, happens and kind of brings everything together. All right, yeah. I'd agree with you, yeah, like, the... And I think that like could boil down to like they're both groups of kids who maybe don't think about stuff too much ahead of time. Like especially with the Powerpuff Girls, they're a lot of the times just like, let's go punch the thing and hopefully it works out all right. Right. Same. Yeah. And they're almost it's good life advice. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're almost like opposite in terms of like how they see themselves. Like the codename Kids Next Doors are definitely the rebels. And yep. the Powerpuff Girls are, like, upstanding citizens to the point that they don't want to go on vacation because they have to take care of Townsville, which is kind of a dangerous <laughs> message to give kids, yep. I think. Just keep on working. Just keep on working until you drop. Yeah, There were several, I would say, borderline dangerous messages in the Powerpuff Girls uh, episodes we watched, such as... We don't like the monsters moving into our oh. town. The monsters need to go live on their own yep. separate island away yep. from us. Yep. And yep. everyone oh. will be happier. Yep. I was yep. thinking about that. What if that came out now? <laughs> I mean, that's a whole different topic. But man, that would yeah. hit so much differently. Yeah. Um, the the Gang Green Gang episode. Hmm. Well, let and... the monsters live in our society, but they have to stay in camps beforehand. Mm-hmm. And then we'll... Is that too too dark? I see what you did there. And once it becomes too difficult to to integrate the monsters into our society, we are just going to find an island where they can go live their lives happily and, you know, without prejudice, far away from us. That, yeah. So that's almost the, the, to me, that's almost one of the points of the combat is whoever, whichever team is in the right is going to win. I know that sounds weird, but, like, these two groups frequently fight battles that either they're not equipped to fight or they're not really aware of what's going on in, like, the the full scope of it. But if they're in the right, things work out for them. So, I mean, that is kind of the question to me, is how do these things line up? Because, yeah, Powerpuff Girls are superheroes, but the Kids Next Score fight super monsters, you know, that's like their thing is they're young, scrappy, and they've got all this weird tech and they just fight like a giant cat lady who uses all of her cats to turn into a kaiju. That's pretty cool, though, when you think yeah. about it. Cat-ju. 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 
I think I think we also have to, you know, bring in the age old Batman question of are the kids next door given any prep time or are they just thrown in mm. thrown yeah. in, you know, completely blind go fight the Powerpuff girls, or is it, you know, you have a week prepare for the Powerpuff girls? I mean, I think that yeah, let's 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 go with, you know, kind of the standard give each side a week. I think it's very fair to assume that the Powerpuff girls wouldn't do any prep. Oh, yeah, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. They are they are just going to In show up mm-hmm. and be like, "Oh yeah, I forgot that this was today." <laughs> yeah. Then, you well, know, the mayor would call them and be like, "Hey, did you remember this is going on?" They're like, "Oh crap." <laughs> And they fly there immediately. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well, Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> that's a very good mayor. I was gonna say, do that again. That, that's not bad. Thanks. That's solid. No, I'm not I'm not gonna do it again. <laughs> okay. One and done. That's me. Now now do your I Ms. think Bell. that was a one and done situation. We'll edit it out and post. <laughs> well no, I'll copy it and I'll put it in throughout the, the episodes. Uh, we'll get more say. than just one. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. We, we bought a soundboard specifically so we could record you doing that and play it whenever we felt like. It's just that. That and me doing the air horn just over and over again. <laughs> so, but I think a, a week of prep, I think, looks kind of interesting for the kids next door. Because, you know, you've got the the kids that are kind of spy-oriented, the kids that are kind of, mm-hmm. I don't know... Very I mean, how techie. much spying? How much is spying going to help with the Powerpuff Girls? Like spying on them at the house. Yeah. Are you going to learn anything about them? Like you're just going to be not. like, yeah, the normal little girls. You're just going to be like, they went to kindergarten. Um, yep. They colored. There's mm-hmm. so much more evidence of teamwork with the kids next door. I think though, because Powerpuff Girls are much more known for their personality differences. Which the kids I saw yeah. also are, but they're also known for their different skill sets mm-hmm. and their, you know, uh, their uh, professional niches. Um, they, I mean, Power Girls, they just do the same thing instinctually. Yeah, I, I do kind of like that observation that, like, as a team, there's there's definitely moments in Kids Next Door when they're doing, you know, their their sound off, like five, four, three, two, one, and they're all doing something in, as a part of a sequence. Yeah, that yeah. probably wouldn't really fly with Powerpuff Girls, except they sometimes have those moments where they're doing like flying routines. But whenever things start to hit the fan, that all kind of falls apart. Yeah, there there were there were times in especially in the episodes we watched, like when they were fighting the the evil eye and they needed uh, uh, Blossom to distract it with its bad with her bad haircut, and that helped Bubbles and Blossom defeat it or. Bubbles and Buttercup, pardon me, defeat it. So, like, there, there's elements of, all right, we're going to use, like, our different skill sets and, like, our different personality traits to fight the villain. But, yeah, it, it, it's not nearly as regimented and segmented as Kids Next Door is. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's in, like, kind of what we talked about, how the Kids Next Doors are kind of the rebels and the Powerpuff Girls are a little bit more... They're the establishment. The- yeah, they are. They... It's it's Superman versus Batman. It's super like the Powerpuff Girls very much are the the beacon, the heroes of Townsville, and the kids next doors are 
much are more unhappy with the status quo. Whoa. Yeah, they're unhappy with the status quo. The status they kind whoa. of are behind the curtains. Mm-hmm. The, oh, the status quo. I can't whoa. help but now envision Bruce Wayne as a member of Kids Next Door. As an adult? Like him brooding in a corner. Yeah, as an adult <laughs> in the treehouse with them. Just like five Helping feet taller than the rest of them. Uh-huh. <laughs> but like in the standard, like, Bruce Tim animation style yeah, just yeah, doesn't fit yeah. in at all it's just like hanging out and the shadows in the background mm-hmm. it could be like that one kid or that one person who didn't want to grow up they run yeah. into him. it's batman but he's got like a uh he's got like a little propeller on the top of his hat instead of the pointy ears <laughs> yeah and he holds a lollipop. I mean, that turns into a way different fight <laughs> if the kids next door suddenly have Batman on their side. <laughs> uh, but, you know, honestly, I kind of lean towards uh, kids next doors coming out on top because I think that what's going to happen is they're going to rely on the Powerpuff Girls kind of doing the right, quote-unquote, right thing doing, you know, kind of exactly what they would expect them to do, which is the same thing every time, and then using their predictability against them. I think the reason we know what the Powerpuff Girls would do is because it's so effective. That's true. And that's got to be part of the argument, that they do the same thing every time because it works. Yeah, that it's they like don't need to rely on anything star. other than... Yeah. Yeah, we know how to take care of it. Just hit... Yeah. Easy peasy. <laughs> same peasy. Death Star both times... Mm-hmm. All three times, technically, time, if you yeah. want to count. Yeah. Man. Yeah. That's Listen a, to Don and I talk about Death Stars <laughs> on the <this> podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's it's appropriate. We watched a Kids Next Door episode where they basically try and blow up the Death Star. Yeah, they did. There was that very yeah. fun Death Star episode or Star Wars yeah. tropey episode. So I am kind of falling towards Kids Next Door. I kind of see them as, you know, I think it's more likely that they're in the scope of this television show, quote-unquote, in the right. And I think that's what really makes this fight doable for them, is that, you know, the universe will shape itself so that they succeed if they are truly fighting against tyranny. And I think that the Powerpuff Girls kind of represent tyranny. I mean, they don't don't represent tyranny. You're not? Yeah. I mean, mean, the only reason I'm leaning toward Kids X stories is because I don't know what they would do. But I know mm. they would do something, and they would think about it. I know what Powerpuff Girls would do. But you know, Justin does have a point too. That is, just they do the one thing because they are really good at it, and also yeah. they're super. Oh, they're super powered. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they do the. I don't think punchy. it's a fair fight. Yeah, but this is like we said. This is the Batman Superman situation where you're not going to convince fans of Batman that <laughs> Batman couldn't kick the shit out of Superman yeah. because he's done it in the comics. But Batman can also, or Superman can also beat the shit out of Batman. Easy peasy. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I'm going, I'm going kids next, or not kids next door. Jeez, losing my mind. Uh, I'm going Powerpuff Girls. Without a doubt. So this, this is one. really the, are you on Batman or Superman side? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Usually I'm on Superman on that one. Yeah. I mean, I I think I have to go with with Justin on this one too, like... As as much as I, I respect the the Batman idea of with enough prep time, like you know, Batman slash Kids Next Door could take on anyone. Like, there's <laughs> it's gonna come down to well, there's three of us. 
we have laser eyes and frost breath and a genius father who can you know if need be build us that a, is a, a battle mech car to you know help out like i didn't think about that but that is actually i didn't even think about professor in this situation yeah and his constant help I mean, this like we have to we have to keep it kind of in the squad because things get really crazy when you start expanding out the kids next door because it's like a global network, right? So I think you have to cut off the 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 um, the father because otherwise, Mm -hmm. you know, you're dealing with not just the one through five, but all the way up through six hundred and things, you know. All the weird numbers that they start having. I was gonna say, number, actually, if, if we were counting fifty an hour, yeah, yeah. Because I was gonna say, if we were counting professor, I might have to lean back toward uh, Powerpuff Girls because you have that element that the kids next door have as well. But no, within the teams, I, I'm still going to kids next door on this one. All right. What well, number would down. Batman be if he were a part of Kids Next Door? Oh, I'm trying B. to think of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Number B. <laughs> oh, sorry. Number for black. B. Number B. Number B. For black blackness. Did yeah. You, yeah. Did you guys catch that when uh, they actually in the descriptions when they spell number it's N U M B U H U H Yeah. Oh it yeah. It's me, but I get it. I think it is that on IMDb as well. Yeah. It is. Yeah. 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 Number. Which is another reason not to poll for kids next door (laughs) i was gonna say yeah this one doesn't win basically because of that yeah okay because that's like nails on a chalkboard so we got a little bit of a got a little bit of a split there let's um let's move on to the next category hopefully we get something a little bit more definitive we've got the arch nemesis which cartoon has the most brooding slash intimidating villain so I think this is a really interesting question for this matchup because both of these shows have really deep rogues galleries. And, I mean, we watched six episodes of each, and there was little to no repetition of villains in almost any episode. Like, the closest we got was the delightful children down the lane showing up in two episodes of Kids Next Door and Mojo Jojo showing up as the villain in one episode and then as in his own little vignette in another episode of Powerpuff Girls. Mm-hmm. Um, don't forget Mopey Popo, the reject of Mojo Jojo <laughs> that helps Mojo Jojo take down the Powerpuff Girls. And on my list here, I technically counted Mopey Popo as the villain in that episode. Yeah, mm. he was the, I think he was the villain. <laughs> he wasn't very good, but... I just, I, the... Yeah, I just wanted to mention how much I love that episode. <laughs> it's, it's so fun. And then I did, in the, the monsters moving to the city, I counted the villain as capitalism slash racism. <laughs> That's valid. That's brooding yeah. and intimidating. And I'm going to be honest, I don't think the Powerpuff Girls defeated capitalism slash racism in that episode. Nope. Oh, they were the tyranny. Yeah, girls, girls, you, you, you messed up a little bit there. Yeah, I think um, I, I, I totally see what you're saying with the rogues gallery. So it's almost like we kind of have to pick the person or the villain or the, the team of villains that were that ended up being the um, the strongest or the most intimidating. And I think that definitely 
delightful children from down the lane slash father is probably that. Even though and I love the teenager. We never actually saw father. Yeah, that's crazy that we never I, saw I father. Didn't, I, it wasn't until I was doing some little extra research for this and looking at the Wikipedia page that I realized, oh, father is technically the main antagonist of the series. Mm-hmm. And we've now watched for, for you know, our show, what? eight individual eight, eight unique episodes, episodes mm-hmm. and he hasn't showed up in any of them and guys i'm just gonna go ahead and i'm just gonna i'm just gonna kind of spoil some kids next door for you because there's so much excellent deep lore in kids next door that you just don't see unless you've watched a ton of it so there's here's a factor that i'm just gonna bring up kid the delightful children from down the lane they used to be uh kids next door agents they were in Sector Z, I believe is what they called it, and Sector Z disappeared. Nobody knows what happened to Sector Z until you watch, the, and, and like, that's a reoccurring thing that people sometimes mention throughout the show is the missing kids from Sector Z. And then in the movie that you see, you get two crazy pieces of information. That father is actually Nigel Uno, number one's uncle, and that he changed the children from Sector Z into the delightful children from down the lane. He used these crazy mind control devices and just turned them into the quote-unquote perfect kids. It's like, Father is an incredibly brooding, incredibly, like, devious enemy, uh, but we but, just never saw him. Yeah, here's the question. In We've watched now the top three episodes and every season premiere and we haven't seen that character at all. So can we really count him yeah. as, like, one of the villains in our scenario? And I don't think we can. I think he kind of, like, it's almost a strike against the show that in what we have seen, we, like, in the best episodes, the top villain never shows up. I think, yeah. He only shows up in the one episode... He he, sh- he did show up in the one episode that was like the casting call where we saw the voice actors re reminiscing about their childhood and when Nigel Uno disappeared. That weird episode, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. He was like he was like the director who was like asking him all these questions. Uh, so they, he he did show up, but I see what you're saying. You know, he's not as. Uh... Yeah, we're on the other hand, like Mojo Jojo is the top villain of Powerpuff Girls, and like the you know when we were watching the best episodes, like two out of the three were him and he Mm -hmm. shows up in, you know, two of the season premieres. Yeah. Like the first, the first episode of the first season, the he's, it's a Mojo Jojo episode. But I would say that he's not their most intimidating villain. I would say that without a doubt, hands down him is the most brooding and most intimidating because you just have no idea what's going on there. Yeah, I was gonna say I, though, did did we get him in any of the premieres? Not in any of the premieres, but we he was one of the episodes we watched for the top three. It right. was yeah, the, yeah, there was one okay. episode where it was like all him and then one episode where he was a uh, part of the squad that took down the Yeah. The the Beatles. The Beatles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was so, fun. Like, yeah, if I'm if I'm thinking the the most intimidating villains if I'm talking squads i'm going powerpuff girls all day long because i thought their villains down the list were more interesting than anything that uh kids next door did 
pitting top against top, it would probably be him versus Delightful Children, because Delightful Children legitimately were kind of upsetting. They were creepy. Did we get the toenails? They weren't delightful. In no way were they delightful. I don't know where this delightful moniker came from, but it wasn't from me, I can tell you that much. Actually, (laughs) quite the opposite of delightful. Undelightful. I think they called that irony. Mm. 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 Look at Justin coming out here with these with these four dollar words. Mm. Mm. What are we talking about? Four dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not. That, that doesn't round up to a five dollar word irony. I, I don't think so. No, it's not. So we're we're. I think that yeah, it's it's. Uh, I I like the idea. Like the question as it's phrased is villain, not villains. Okay. You know. So yeah. I think it, we have to pick one of the villains, and we have to say this villain is is this person's dance off champion, and they're dancing off against this team's villain. You know, it's kind of like the one on one. So are we are we doing well? Are we doing it based off of the season premieres that we just watched? I think or... it could be on anything that we have watched for the show. Yeah, because I feel like I would put him as the uh, the villain of choice for. Agreed, girls. I hundred percent. And then, um, are we doing delightful children? I think it's got to be delightful children, just because, like, I remember father, and I remember what he was about. But it's not really fair to be like, yeah, yeah. I'm making this call. Background of half an episode, and yeah, I I think what you're remembering from Father is you watching the show. Yes, that's 100 percent what it is. That was the same too. That was the same with me. Yeah, but you know he's almost like Slade in the Teen Titans shows. So why was that so funny? Nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Teen Titans. (laughs) Don's a huge Teen Titans fan. Oh. Because they're teens and they're not kids, <laughs> so there's no yeah, that's true. That's there's no true. confusion now, there. There's the question: the kids next door versus the Teen Titans, because they're both <laughs> superheroes and teenagers. Yeah, are the Teen true. Titans technically would they be a part of the teenagers in Kids Next Door? Yeah, that's a good or, question. That's a hell of a question. Here's they another claim- question: Is the yeah. true villain of Kids Next Door aging? Oh, yeah. That's, that's an intimidating. True. That's an that, intimidating that's, villain. That's yeah. scarier if you think about it. The true villain is the relentless march of time. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's oh. let's go with uh, delightful children versus him. For you know, when you when you kind of take a step back and you don't know as much about the show and you kind of just see these episodes um, individually, I would probably give this to powerpuff girls yeah there's something unknowable about him something like so strange and otherworldly that almost that kind of puts him over the top in my mind wait are you just saying because we don't know what his motive is most of the time Besides he the doesn't obvious. really have a motive. He doesn't like. He's in like the way he interacts with people is so upsetting. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's so alien. That's true. Yeah. That's valid. Yeah. Like at least with the uh, the children, the delightful children, like their their motive is we're shitty rich kids, kind of. 
Like mm. there, there's deeper stuff into that, but it kind of boils down to we're the selfish, spoiled kids who don't want to share our birthday cake, and that's why all the other kids don't like us. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, him does have that Joker mentality. Yeah, where he, like you don't know quite why he's doing what he's doing, or origins of why, and that's really upsetting. And he's also kind of the devil, but not really. And he's yeah, like also kind, kind of a man, of... but not really. Yeah, he's him. it's like I'm attracted to you, but I'm not sure if I'm I'm not sure what that says about me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he's supposed to be attractive to everybody. He's like the um, yeah, yeah. that one uh, race of aliens in Mass Effect. God, why am I blanking on their name? Oh, the Asari. Oh, uh, the Glee Glorgs. He, he, he are, hasn't played Mass Effect. Are those the blue chicks? <laughs> yeah, the blue chicks. <laughs> okay. You know, the Glee Glorgs. I've played Mass Effect, so... <laughs> the Glee Glorgs. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, we all know, Justin. We all know. We all know. <laughs> Justin, my new goal in life is to create a super serious sci-fi show and then have you just name all the races. <laughs> <laughs> the glee glories <laughs> oh yeah these guys over here they're uh poopy whoopies uh, <laughs> okay uh, so, uh, i feel like <laughs> sorry go on does anybody have a strong argument for powerpuff uh, girls or no not powerpuff girls but for um kids next door teens next door teens next door <laughs> No. no, I think, yeah. like, I mean, the only thing is, like, if we defined their villain as time, I would 100% be on them, but I think the way that we worded this question and the intention behind it was to pick a specific actual physical villain and say this one versus this one. Mm, yeah. Well, if it makes it past this round, we can get, yeah, we can get more metaphorical with our, uh, <laughs> with our <laughs> questions next round. <laughs> Yeah, we're, so where where do you and Don and and Justin? We've got two votes, kind of for the Powerpuff Girls. Where do you, where are y'all falling? Yeah, I'm I'm definitely Powerpuff Girls. Yep, I agree with that. All right, they they sweep easy it. Easy peasy lemon squeezy, baby. All right, so this is a fun question. Which is more accessible to modern kids? And again, we're not going to be the best judge of that, but I think that we can point at a few things that exist in these cartoons that maybe exist in current air, currently airing cartoons. And I think that's going to be my strategy, at least for making this argument. But I don't want to start because I've started every category. I mean, I'll start it out. Uh, I, I think this goes Powerpuff Girls partly because the animation style feels a lot more timeless. Like, it, like I feel that its animation style could have existed in, you know, the 1960s could have been in the 90s you exact same cartoon today and i think it would you know completely fit in whereas kids next door just everything about it feels like 1998 to me does that mm. make sense yeah yeah yeah. That... i mean I, just, yeah from a visual standpoint yeah i completely understand yeah. that i mean there's something to say psychology wise too is simple shapes you know burden our you know memories way easier yeah. and Powerful Girls is all simple shapes. It almost gets back to the lasting appeal from the first round, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That if it has more lasting appeal, it's probably going to appeal to a younger demographic still. And I would make the argument that 
I mean, obviously, there's already been a reboot of the cartoon for Powerpuff Girls that was fairly successful, and now I think pictures from the set of a live-action CW uh, Powerpuff Girls just have uh, started arriving. Starring yeah, it's Donald like, uh, on himself. Yeah. So it's a, it takes place like in the future. They're supposed to be like in their 20s or something along those lines, or maybe teenagers, but there's like flashbacks to them hmm. fighting crime and stuff. Mm. So it's going to be weird, but... I'm um, kind of into that. I think... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Powerpuff Girls, I think, definitely is more accessible for, I mean, all the reasons that David and Don also said. Well, here's what I did. I looked at some of the currently airing cartoon network shows because that's the thing um that i would almost compare these to is like what's currently on the show and the thing is cartoons have always kind of been weird to everyone who isn't a kid watching them fair yeah uh but what i kind of noticed is like i do kind of think that kids next door kind of fits the current aesthetic a little bit better. You know, it's kind of got a little bit of the gross humor, a little bit of the kind of gross stuff that happens. Um, it's it's episodic, but there are serialized through lines. Um, and there's, and I think that that's something that in, is in a decent number of these shows. You know, like, Wonderful World of Gumball, and, you know, the Teen Titans Go, and all of the other shows. God, I don't even know if those are still airing. God, I hope they are. And I know for a while, regular show, I think, is a lot closer to Kids Next Door than to Powerpuff Girls. That's kind of where I fall, is I say, I say like, look at, what's, look at what kids are currently watching, not at what we would be willing to currently watch. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I'm sort of vaguely interested in a live-action Powerpuff Girls thing, but that doesn't necessarily mean that 10-year-olds, 8-year-olds are going to be interested in that. And I think, like, especially with the kind of modern age of not being as into the establishment, I think that the Powerpuff Girls have a lot less of a strong hold or message than, say, the kids next doors who are all kind of about fighting adult tyranny. This is interesting. This is like that. That that's a that's a hell of a good point. You're Thank you. Good point. Um, Thank you. I felt man. very eloquent when I was coming up with it. Yeah, my brain's not ready for it. I'm sorry, I didn't catch any of that, Peter. Could you repeat it? <laughs> uh, kids next doors Yo. are the Luke Skywalker to Powerpuff Girls, Darth Vader. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get it now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was that was kind of my two cents trying to sway people for Kids Next Door. This is a really difficult question, and like, I'll I'll come out and you know state my bias. I find Kids Next Door intensely boring. I I it was it was a struggle to watch these episodes. Like, I was I. Sp- kept looking at my phone like just scrolling around i can't believe we got six seasons worth of holding kids attention when we did mm. but i mean that's 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 like i said that's my personal bias i don't know if like a you know the young the the youths of today you know the 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 popping and locking 
kids. <laughs> go uh, on. The, the go modern on. Yeah. yeah, go on, David. <laughs> the the Tell us about and other things. Swing kids dancing. Today, um, uh, <laughs> no, I, like, yeah, it's 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 my own personal bias, and I yeah, I just I can't see it. Hmm. I mean, because, yeah, there's both I loved about both shows, but, you know, appealing to the contemporary children. And that's why I went out and grabbed a kid off the street. Welcome, James! <laughs> <laughs> He's been Mom? in our basement uh, eating Fun Dip for the past three hours. <laughs> I don't know where I am. <laughs> uh, man, I don't know. Should we just take the final vote on this one then? I think we just gotta do it. Yeah, you gotta. You guys gotta. You guys gotta follow your hearts. Yeah, but okay, okay, fine. Let's do it. I mean, I'm just gonna say Powerpuff Girls because I. I mean, I'm, I would say if that uh, show was made today visually, it would just from a visual standpoint, which is the only basis I have, is it would be more appealing to contemporary audience. And I feel like attention spans have also gone down. And like Peter, what you were saying that Kids Next Door has this overarching villain that like just kind of dips in in various episodes. It just like kind of lingering in the background the whole time. I feel like Powerpuff Girls is just more like, okay, flavor of the week. Give me a give me a punch to the face to this giant monster. Okay, next week is a different villain. Really quick, frenetic paced action just goofy i think first of all in in defense of all children and every generation of children i think that when people say um kids attention spans is getting shorter i think that that's super inconsistent i think it's total bullshit i think that okay you just like i think that 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 um sentiment or that like feeling just kind of comes from adults being more boring you well, know? I'm going to say my attention span has definitely gotten shorter with the arrival of cell phones and social media to the point where, like, David talking about how he couldn't make it through Kids Next Door without pulling out his phone and scrolling through it. I had the same thing. Well, sure. And I don't but... necessarily think that, like, I don't know. You need something that holds your attention and that's a little more uh, flashy, I think. And that's why I would pick Powerpuff Girls. I'm just saying that I would, I would, I would feel a lot better saying that everyone's attention span has gotten worse rather than just children, because yeah. I don't oh, think yeah. that that's fair. To kids. We are specifically, yeah, we are specifically talking about kids in this question, which is we why we are, we are. That's true, but um, okay. Um, I gotta go with Kids Next Door based on, you know, kind of the shows that I looked that are currently airing. I think that Kids Next Door is much closer to, um, some of the current shows than, than Powerpuff Girls is. And I don't think that anybody particularly wants to watch a bunch of do-gooders do good these days. I like good. Well... <laughs> Look around, is Don. Is this first I, step towards being a like supervillain? Actually, I, I don't know. I think he's actually going to make some change, and we're just, and us three are going to be like, I like the things the way they are. <laughs> I'm fine with how things are. Okay. So I think that um, we that does kind of snuff out 
the kids next door. It sounds like they take this category, or Powerpuff Girls takes this category and the previous one, and they will be moving on. What's on next week? What's on next week? Oh my god, I am so excited about next week, you guys. Next week is the final round of round two. Final matchup of round two. It is Street Sharks versus Gargoyles. I completely forgot Street Sharks won. Oh, (laughs) yeah. And that amazing upset. (laughs) Yeah. Taking down Spider-Man. The Titan has fallen. Yeah. Can they take down two Titans? It's a real Slamu versus Goliath situation. Uh, uh, big Slamu, please give him the give him his honorific. He is big Slamu. Just cut it at that, actually. Yeah, we can just cut it right here. Thanks for listening to our podcast, everyone. Goodbye. Okay, bye. Goodbye. I love you. Powerpuff Girls.